Hello, I have just finished producing a podcast on something totally different to this. And it struck me as I was rounding it all off that we could actually learn a lot from the people I spoke to in that other show. As a comms person, how often do you feel that you can really get inside your target audience's head? I mean, if we get it a little bit wrong, it doesn't really matter. But imagine if you were going to be laughed out of the room or even voted the worst person at the event if you got it wrong. Now, that's pressure. As I say, I've just finished interviewing 10 professional public speakers for a totally different show. And while that may not sound like it's got anything to do with comms, it couldn't be further from the truth. I've talked about this before, about the connection between public speaking and PR. Now, these people have got to get it right, or the audiences are going to give them a heck of a time. So they've got to produce content and ideas and deliver some content for like 30, 40 minutes, even an hour or more that connects with people, or they're simply not going to get paid and make a living. You know, they're talking about everything from remote working to disability to business, but they still need to connect with the audience in the same way that we do. So how do they get it right? How do they connect with an audience? And what can we learn from them in a comms role? I think in the whole show, across 10 different interviews, there were probably about 30 key lessons I pulled out of it. Most of them were to do with the professional speaking industry. But I thought there were four key lessons that I think are really applicable to how we look at communications too. So I'm going to share four with you right now. And I think you're also going to instantly start to see a theme running through them as well, because the way they apply to what we do. So number one, if you want people to connect with you, you need to be clear what your message is, what you're saying. So in the case of speakers, they need to make it absolutely clear what problem they're solving for the people that they're going to be talking to. But also the people that you're reaching out to with PR need to understand clearly what you're offering or what you're about, or you'll lose their attention. To an extent, public speakers have got people in a room, so they've got the focus for the first few minutes. But that's it, because then people can pick up their mobile phone, or as some of my speakers talk about, <laughs> they can fall asleep or leave the room. But the point is that we've still got to grab their attention. And the public speaker has got to make it absolutely clear in the first few moments why these people should listen to them and what they're about. You know, so many organizations use waffly words in their PR, don't you? We've all seen this, which are great to add that sort of feeling to a brand statement. You know, words like innovative, but what the heck does innovative actually mean? Now, what we want to hear is innovative X. What, what is innovative about it? Why? Because everyone says innovative. You know, is it, it's a bit like the phrase, isn't it? World famous pizza or world famous buns or cakes or something like that. You keep saying on, on um, cafes and restaurants around the world now. Perhaps the fact that it's got a cliche in itself probably works. But, you know, is it world, <laughs> is it world famous toilet roll? You know, who cares? What is, what is it that we stand for? What are we about? Public speakers show us that you absolutely have to be clear or you're going to lose that audience. Number two, be careful never to be seen as trying to sound like a victim. This was a really interesting one that came from a couple of speakers who had very, in some cases, really quite horrific stories that they'd been through. And they were saying that you should never try to use an audience to get sympathy. And this is particularly applicable to crisis PR for us. The examples I had, as I say, were from speakers who had gone through quite some experience. And they were saying that the worst thing you can do is to try and get people to feel sorry for you because people ultimately don't care about you. Even if you've got a, a, a good story to tell, 
They care about that story because of how it will impact them. If you start sort of going, oh, it wasn't our fault, no one is going to feel that, even if it's true, even if the, you believe it. They simply won't. So that was another great one as well. Number three, solve their problems. And so not just be clear about what you're solving, but actually solve their problems. This follows on again from um, quite a few of the speakers where they were saying that you've got to be absolutely clear about how you're going to help them and then help them. You know, whether your organization or what you're promoting at the moment is about supporting someone's beliefs or selling a product to them or giving them an outlet for their ideas. You know, speaking is just like comms in that it's not about saying, look at us, we're great. The temptation of a lot of companies is to say, we're great, and you want to put some PR about it. It's about saying how we can help the people we're trying to reach and why we'll be, we will be great for them. It's a subtle but very important emphasis change that, again, the speakers made clear to me. Number four, final one, think of your organization as a person. This is a little bit twisting some of what they were saying to me, but it was a really good way of, of looking at this. You know, people book a speaker because they are the person who solves X problem or explains about X issue. So the bookers know what that person represents. It's the same for any organization then. So your PR works if people know what you stand for. So instead of thinking of your organization and so many people go, oh yeah, well, we're putting this stuff out. Again, instead of thinking of your organization as being, we stand for the environment or we stand for innovation or investing in people. What does it mean? You know, what is that in detail? So the way they were kind of saying to think about this is think about it as if your organization was a person rather than an organization. So instead of we, think of it as I. And imagine then that your organization is literally an individual person standing in a room with your target audience. So then think, well, what is it that one person could say to another person, the target audience, that would engage with them? Why would those people think to themselves, I like this person? What would a human being say rather than an organization to that target? I think to me, those, those are the four key lessons. And this is the main takeaway from it. Before almost anything we do, we need to try and connect with people that we're targeting at. Now, again, this is all obvious standard basic marketing stuff. But instead of just kind of going, yeah, we know who the avatar is. We've got it on paper. What we actually need to do is we need to sit back, shut our eyes, and get inside our target audience's heads for a few minutes. What are they doing? How do they dress? What do they do with what you do? You know, how do they use whatever it is that you're marketing or selling or organizing or, or whatever it is you're doing? And then we need to imagine our organization as a person talking to them. How are they going to connect as people? You know, we've all seen like these you know, rubbish reality shows on TV and all these relationship squabbles and stuff like that. If you imagine two people in a room, how are they going to connect your organization as a person and them? Many speakers, of course, use public speaking for branding, not just making money. And I've started doing that, as you know, over the past couple of years. I'm really, really enjoying it. You, you, I think you heard last week in that episode on last Thursday where Dominic Walker was talking about the fact that he's using his personal brand to help develop his organization, where he's working at a legal firm. And he's using the fact that he's an announcer at a soccer or football, football club, whatever you want to call it, to help get his company out in the community. I did a simple workshop, by the way, on, on what I'd learned from the public speaking world. Um, when I was in Athens recently, you know, I did those episodes from there. 
And I did this little exercise with some of my work colleagues from there. And I'll put that exercise actually in the newsletter uh, next time. So you can follow that one through. It's about a 20 minute exercise, but it's a good way of just kind of getting an idea about how you can develop a talk on almost anything. Just very, very simple one. Uh, you'll find the newsletter sign up at the public relations podcast.com. That's the public relations podcast.com. And the newsletter, by the way, for the moment, is going to be coming out every fortnight while I really focus on trying to get some of these resources onto the website, some of these learning resources. It's a whole new website. I've told you about this before. I'm going to be in Melbourne in Australia from the 20th of September, Las Vegas. I'm going to be around the 20th, 21st, might be a little bit longer in October. I'm going to be in the United States and then I'm going to be in Denver in mid November. As always, let me know what you think. I'm so interested in hearing what it is that you find useful from this show and what you'd like more of. Next time, I'm hoping to speak to Tracy Damry. We've been trying to connect up for quite a few weeks now, and she's an amazing person. Talking about, She's a publicist, and she's really helped a lot of people to develop their personal brands, and she's even accredited at the Cannes Film Festival as well. So hopefully we'll be hearing from her. Also, got a few ideas I've been gathering in a bit of a roundup for later this week or maybe next week uh, about uh, YouTube shorts and a few other bits of data that I've been collecting about the show, which I think you might find useful from the perspective of gathering data just generally. I'm also going to be chatting with the Inbound PR book author that I was mentioning on a recent episode as well. She's coming on too. Gosh, there's so much stuff coming up. So the message for today is spend three minutes today. Here we go. Spend three minutes today sitting back and literally climbing inside your target audience's body how do they speak how do they communicate what do they think and what would they react to if your organization was a human being a single individual rather than some entity maybe it is just you if you're a solopreneur as well so much stuff to talk about speak to you later this week have a great one